This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the Mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We see the last on 97.3 The Fan. So uncomfortable. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> ben and Woods, 97.3, the fan. First of all, <laughs> all right, quiet for a sec. can hear it. Talked about it yesterday. The uh, excess I will noise. Say it's quieter than I thought. It it is quieter than I thought. You know what's more unsettling to me is the way that he walks on it. That's the <laughs> most, probably more than the noise, it's more unsettling than than that. Well, I have to keep up by the microphone here. Which is so hard to, to yeah, do. To take smaller steps, but I've already gone over a tenth of a mile. <laughs> and we're just starting. Stupidest I mean, thing I've ever heard. This is going to be, this is going to be great. Welcome, Ben. It's Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Great to be here with you. Um, we talked yesterday. We talked yesterday about uh, excess noise and how it's like my least favorite thing in the world. And uh, I think it's Ben's favorite thing in the world: uh, excess noise, creating excess noise. And we thought about. He said something to the effect of, "You know, I, I don't like sitting anymore. I want to stand, and <laughs> it'd be cool if I had a treadmill." And Paulie's like, "I've got a treadmill. It is a walking pad." Yeah. And uh, so Paulie brought it in today to just to see what it's, it was like. It's like a treadmill. It doesn't have like the bar that comes. Yeah, up the big or bar anything. to hold on to. It's fairly lightweight compared to a, a big old treadmill. Couldn't you just walk in place? 
Then, I mean, you, then you look maybe. really silly. You're like a marching band, like walking. <laughs> right, because you don't like, look silly at all. Yeah. That's the thing. You look cool. When I look at you right now, I think of James <laughs> Dean uh, in Rebel Without a Cause. You don't look silly in the slightest. Uh, it's great, great to be here with you. I'm so tripped out. Uh, I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's our executive producer. Part of the job uh, of the executive producer is to uh, do things like this and, and cater to every fancy and whim that we have. And he's done that. And he brought in his walking pad, and it's here. And Ben is on it, and it's very, very, very uncomfortable. Probably some sort of OSHA violation going on here. What like is that? Occupational OSHA. safety hazard. Oh, probably. I mean, we didn't some sort. We didn't clear it with the engineers, so I'm sure they're going to be come down here oh, yeah. uh, soon. Uh, ben Higgins, uh, to my left, is walking on a treadmill. Very weirdly, somebody said you look like a sim. And I said, yes, he yeah, does. He that's looks, exactly. He looks like a, a sim. Like if the he way... can get you in the wrong direction, you'll just run into a building yes, and just yes. keep hitting it. And just keep walking into it. You do. You walk like a sim. Is that how you really walk? Probably. <laughs> now, it's thin. It's a thin treadmill. It's a thin bend. It's a thin bend <laughs> on a thin treadmill. And it. You're thin, but you're still a broad I like, man. I like this treadmill, Paula. This is a nice little device so, you have. Megan found it, and she was like, "I just get bored, like sitting at my desk." So we have like the rising desk or whatever. She moves her laptop up, slides the treadmill right under, and just walks while she works for like an hour. This is unbelievable. I'll wheel it out. It's it's fairly lightweight, but it's got wheels on the front, so I can just lift it up, pull it through the house, pull it drag it in here from his car. So <laughs> from the from the house to the car. No big deal. No, Nothing. Okay. Loaded it right in. Then I realized it's a little bit of a yes, further walk yeah, once I get a, to work. ways between the car and the building. But no, I've, I've, I've been loving this thing. I'll wheel it out in the living room and watch like an hour of the game or something and just get some steps in. Now, Lisa says, move the mic closer to him and get something for him to hold on to. He is going to fall. <laughs> it's got to be you're focused. It's hard to... Two things at once. Yeah, it's like walking and chewing gum at the same time. See, I can do that, no problem. But But like now, trying to do the show. Two tenths of a mile, everybody. You can't. It's hard to uh, look ahead and walk on a treadmill, even if you have something to hold on to. Sometimes I still get a little. Like I did about thirty minutes on one yesterday, and after a while, I started to like lose my bearings (laughs) a little bit, and you have to like kind of focus on what you're doing. So, uh, well, it's good to see you. It's awful. I hate it. (laughs) Um, It's now the loudness is is starting to. It's the the clump 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 clump. Yeah, make sure you hydrate while you're whilst <laughs> you're doing that. Here. What's, oh, what speed smart. are we at? Uh, we're only at like two. We okay. should get him one of those um, the baggy with the that look like a trash bag where you sweat. You oh, know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the sweat suit. I mean, he dropped like fourteen pounds in a show. I, mean, I don't want to. We just, just ordered two more of those, and myself. all three of us will just walk throughout all the whole show. show. We'll drop. Right. We'll be a be the healthiest show in America. I'll just be doing air squats over here while I wait for my turn on the walking <laughs> no, I'm pad. We'll buy two more. Yeah, we'll just move them into the studio. This is fantastic. Well, let's see. <laughs> Paulie did it. He brought it in. It's here. You know, exercise is uh, is a weird thing. I, I had I have been on a, a little bit of a journey myself, and I got a little bit discouraged yesterday. I've been in the gym, you guys, every day since for about a month, which is the it's great longest streak I've ever had in my whole life. Uh, I've not dropped really a pound. So that's tough. Now I've cleaned up my diet. I haven't had fast food in a month. I've had, I've mixed in, you know, like, you can't, you gotta, you can't go crazy, right? You have what do to, you consider fast food? Mickey D's, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's. Jersey Chick- Mike's? Uh, I've only had Jersey Mike's once. Okay. You don't it, consider once. it. But you've only had it once. And when yeah. I, ha- what I had there. But that is fast food. 
I don't know. But it's a it's sandwich. Not. It's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. I mean, if you're getting like a turkey sub yeah, on wheat. that's what I got. It's different than Ooh. getting like a cheese steak. Okay, well, if you get teriyaki chicken at Panda Express with a bowl of rice, that's chicken and that's, breast and rice. It's still fast, but food? It's fast food. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. But I would. So I've been on this. This I've been. I'm on like a program, but it's not like a. It's not like Ben's thing, where so I've just cut my calories to two thousand a day, which was just embarrassing that it was higher. Um, been eating a ton of protein. Been working out every single day hard. And sticking really diligently to the plan. I got on the scale yesterday and I gained like four pounds. And I was upset. And I, I was like upset. And I walked out and I'm like, I was like pissed. And I, uh, and I weigh myself every day. But I was like, man, you also went to Vegas. You ate not <laughs> super great in Vegas. I mean, I ate some, a couple of biscuits, a couple of croissants, you know, stuff that I have, that I have not been eating. But it's just, it's just hard. Like, it's just a hard thing to maintain. But for me... It's the fact that I'm continuing to go to the gym every day that I'm most excited about. Well, it's great. And one of the things I learned doing my SDFatLoss.com program, well, I do weigh myself every day, and it's great to be accountable. And, you know, the long-term trends are important. Anything can change short-term because your body organs hold a lot of water, and and it fluctuates. So you just may be retaining a little more water, and really your your weight's actually going – whoops, almost fell off. (laughs) Your weight actually may be going down, but you're just retaining water. Maybe you had something salty, and your body is just holding that water a little bit. But that'll go away quickly, and and if you keep doing the right things, it'll it'll reflect on the scale. I'm trying not to get upset about it because I'll tell you this. When I take my shirt off, I like – what I see that's more, the most more than thing. I yeah, did. That's the most important thing. Inches and how you feel and, and you know how you look. That's it. And, and inches the, are important. The inches are very important. And the fact is, the now that my mentality has changed a little bit to where like I'm like, all right, we got to go. I got to get to the gym, and I go every day, every single day. And then on the weekends, I go on the weekends. Like I've really been committed to it, and I, I feel like it's been it's taken. I feel like it's a lifestyle change that has. When I tell you guys, you guys have known me for five years. I've tried this. I've tried that. I'll go for a week and stop. The fact that I've gone four straight weeks without missing it, without never doing the, man, I've been working hard. I'm just going to take a rest day today. No, I've moved. I've done something um, every day. I'm, I'm very proud of that. But yesterday was just a rough. I got on the scale and I'm like, I'm up five <laughs> pounds from my initial weigh in. And I was like, really, really pissed. Um, Try but, not to let that bother you. Uh, yeah, it, how exactly. do you feel? I feel? I feel that's the most important. You know, thing. when I, I scroll through because I log every meal and stuff. You know, my problem is though. The still, my my problem still is the snacking after dinner. And used to be, it used to be something unhealthy. Now it's healthy stuff. But I still can't not do it. Like I still go in. I'm like. Get some of this cheese and some of these grapes and this that. I can't not snack. I'm a snacker. Like I do. I just wear that because I don't want to deprive myself of something I want. I feel like it's the only thing that keeps me sane. That I say no, no. I'm still in control. I'm not gonna lay here and starve to death. Which I'm not. I'm not starving. But it's like it's like the one part of the rebellious spirit I have where I'm like. I mean, I'm probably not supposed to, so I'm going to do well, it. Well, I mean, know? even even when I was doing my weight loss, and I lost 40 pounds, I need something. When I get home from Channel 10, and it was late at night, and you're not supposed to eat late at night, yep. I needed at least a little bit something. of something. <laughs> yep. Or I couldn't I couldn't sleep, I couldn't relax. So, you know, I, I obviously, instead of having six Oreos, I changed <laughs> it into something much healthier. <laughs> but, you know, I think I think you still can lose weight, and you can be successful 
as long as you're, uh, you know, keeping an, and you are keeping an eye out on the rest of the day and what you're eating, you're going to be great. I'm proud of you. What's well, good job? Thank you. Uh, Over a-, a third of a mile, by the way, everybody. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, Adrian says you got to watch those sugars and carbs. Yeah, 100. percent I mean, I've I've changed my diet so much. It's basically just protein. It's protein, veggies, and fruit. And and that's pretty much all I eat now. I mix in protein shakes during the show, as you guys see. Um, but it's just it's nice to have finally. I told my my therapist that I was going to do it, and I told her I go the discipline I have about work is the discipline I need to have about my body, and I've never been able to do it. And now to finally have it, it feels great, and I'm I'm happy to do it. I don't really like talking about it because it's embarrassing, but but I also appreciate like help and tips and. Things like that from people. Um, I used to get those unsolicited <laughs> all the time, and now you know to get like, hey, try this or this is what worked for me. I'm into it. Um, it's just been nice to to go and crank it out every day, uh, and that's not bothering me as much as as you thought it would. Well, you know what it's doing. If I'm being completely honest, I'm jealous. I want to be moving well, right we can now. Move. We, we'll, <laughs> well, not... I, there's no way I can do four hours, so we'll let you do the second half of the show on the treadmill. Well, my, and... mic, my mic doesn't go up, so it's <laughs> well, fine. We can switch. You can sit here. I can sit there. We'll, we'll make it work. Let's get physical on Ben and Woods this morning. Uh, but anyway, and no, I'm not drinking any more. So I'm not drinking any soda. I had one soda in like two. I've had two sodas in a month. Which for me, I was a five, six Fantastic. soda That's a week. One guy. of my huge changes. I, I consume almost no calories through beverages anymore. I'm ninety percent water, uh, teas, coffee. Yeah. You know, maybe a little creamer I, in my coffee. That's do, about it, though. I do like a little bit of. of it's only ten calories, but I do like a little bit of juice. I got to have some. It's a little bit is fine. I got to have something. I can't just do straight water, man. And I love soda. What about the? These are a scam, and I don't do them. But I've done them once. What about like the Coke Zeros? So they don't, have, every ca- now they don't have calories. No calories. You can have them. They do, and studies have shown this, they tend to make you crave more sweets and snack okay. foods. Makes so sense. it's going to make it tougher in the long run if you have them. But they don't have any calories. So if you really needed one and satisfy that urge for a while, go ahead. You can do that every once in a while. Yeah. Okay. Good. Now you look great. Big uh, fan of the Crystal Light juice packets. Delicious. The powder. Delicious. I'll do a little uh, lemonade or a little strawberry lemonade. Mix that in with the water. Just changes it up. Change Nick, it up. Nick Martinez just likes to take those powders directly right the without the, yeah the water. <laughs> now, yeah. I used to like to do that too, but it wasn't. I didn't put it into my mouth. Have <laughs> oh, you uh, ever do the um, country time and just eat the powder before the lemonade oh, I've done when you were a kid? Yeah. yeah, that was different powder, but I did. I never put it in my mouth. Um, I was like Nick Martinez, though. Right, right to the dome every single time. Um, I don't have the, the discipline to just drink water 24 hours a day. And I drink I drink 64 ounces of water a day. I drink a ton anyway, so I'm good there. Well, thank you guys for your tips and your encouragement. And, Ben, you're... <laughs> You're doing great. And ha- half a that. mile in now already, almost. You're crushing yeah. Half a mile. Yeah. I mean, that's great. That's great. Got knocked out. And I'm at a very leisurely low You're at a, stroll a, a leisurely the, pace. Two miles. For the most that's, part. Yeah, so you'd be about two miles an hour. Yeah, so and... eight miles for the whole show if I kept going. Man. I mean, there like, you go. bad, dude. Almost, I could get up to a half marathon per show if I really yeah. started <laughs> working on it and training. You do walk like a sim, though. It is very. It's. I can't get it out of my head now. Polly, the th- thought of him walking into a building and just continuing. Just, <laughs> <laughs> he just continuing to walk. 
<laughs> like, turn, no, no, turn, turn. And then he walks down the street. <laughs> Going the same direction he just came from. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> All right, Benny, we're done. Yeah, it's a throwback Thursday. Should be a good show. You know, Sarah's will be with us at 835 this morning. We talk about the uh, baseball playoffs, the Astros. Getting back into it last night against Max Scherzer. We got a series in the American League Championship Series. We'll continue today. National League Championship Series resumes this afternoon as well. We'll play some uh, Throwback Thursday, real or fake, for a chance to qualify for Las Vegas. Don't do this. All of our features coming up next. It's the Daily Diddy. Jim beat you yesterday. He did. on one. So listen I got to copy, Jim. Man. Tier one. Jim has the selection when we one. come back. Yeah, good one for uh, bands you'd like to see play the Sphere. In Las Vegas. In he, honor gave, of he gave Woods's you one. Trip. He stayed on topic. Yep. All right, good. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're going to like oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's coming up next. Glad to have everybody with us here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Let's check traffic. Moving along this it's morning. Amazing. Kelly. Shooting dice all day. Waiting for to step up on some fighting. We get hyping and start fighting. So step away with your fist fight ways, motherfucker. This ain't back in the days, but you don't hear me though. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's a uh, very, very good pick by Jim uh, Pink Floyd to play the globe, or the globe, the sphere. The only problem is they're not really together anymore. David Gilmore and Roger Waters uh, are at odds, very much so at odds. Them in their prime doing Dark Side of the Moon in the sphere would have paid anything to see that. I mean, again, they were one of those bands that did a lot of that stuff anyway. And so you throw it in there with the best quality Audio, video, special effects, 
Uh, Pink Floyd would be a brilliant, brilliant band to see there. I love that band with my whole entire heart. I wish that they weren't uh, massive, egomaniacal a-holes, but they are. They are. And when you write albums like Wish You Were Here and Dark Side of the Moon and The Wall, I get it. I get why you are. You really think highly of yourself, and I think you should because you're really a genius. Uh, but that band would 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 slay. Yeah. Was it simply a matter of both of them felt like they were the one who needed to get the credit for what they were doing? What was the both, what was the conflict? There, there's so many uh, conflicts. Yeah, Richard Wright is dead, so he that he's not going to be able to make that that show. Um, they. Are both huge? Uh, they're both brilliant geniuses, and when you have that, and Waters is is there's a lot of bad stuff out about him right now, anti-Semitic remarks and things. It's just not a good. And Gilmore is now saying, "No, I I can vouch for all of those accusations. I've seen it, and it's just not a good. It's not a good a good spot." Uh, for Pink Floyd to be in, and, and but I, David Gilmore is one of my favorite guitar players uh, of all time, and I would go see him solo uh, doing Pink Floyd stuff in there or solo whatever he wanted to do. But man, what a great band! Uh, Tool was another band that was suggested. I think they would. I think that would be one of those that you couldn't make it through the whole show, like Nine Inch Nails. I think you're. I think it would be sensory <laughs> overload, and you'd have to walk out because it would be too intense. I don't get another pick now because you lost uh, your yeah. Daily Ditty, but I think I would have chosen Queen. Queen would perhaps be is inc- my next pick. Incredible. Yeah, New Queen would be great in there. Adam any, Lambert. Yeah, I'm telling you, any band in there would be good. Nickelback would slay. You <laughs> would have the time of your life. I I sold another buddy yesterday on it. He called me. He goes, give me the, give me the real story. I go. Bro, this is the real story. Like, I'm not getting paid by the sphere. I just recommend... You're not an MSG employee. No, everybody make your way out to Vegas and go see Why, a show the there. the sphere? Simply Simply, the, the best venue of all time. Uh, and I can't, you know, I can't get enough of... I got sad yesterday. I was like, do you know that a week ago you were getting ready to do your last show and then head out to Vegas for the time of your life. I got like a little bit depressed. Post vacation. Post vacation. This one this one trumped all of them. I've been to some cool places. <laughs> you just have to plan another one. That's what I do. That's I think that's <laughs> what I'm going to do. Avoid the post vacation depression. You just start planning the next gotta one. Got to have something soon else as you get back. Something yeah, forward to. to. Exactly. Uh, Benjamin is on the treadmill in here. We have a, a walking pad in here and he's walking as we as we uh, do the show, it's very unsettling, but at any rate. I have to go to the DMV. Uh, I may, I might even leave a few minutes early because okay. I've got an appointment at 1020. I've not been to the DMV for myself. What are you doing scheduling appointments at 1020? That was the only thing they had. Okay. And I, it was like, that was like four weeks out from when I made the appointment. But I wanted something because I was going to go to the Claremont one. They say that that one's pretty good in terms of getting in and getting out. So... But the only thing I could find that was even reasonably after the show, which I needed kind of didn't want to have to drive home and back or anything, was the 1021 on this date. So you guys, we have a tier one at one of the locations. Oh, that's right. Oh, I need that info. I told you this. You did? Yeah. yeah I remember I'm this. Not telling, yeah. I'm not saying no, it over We can't tell everybody in San Diego. Well, I had one, remember, and she left. But remember when I, you guys remember when I went a couple years ago? What day I went on? No. Christmas, oh. Christmas Day, wasn't it? Or Christmas They're Eve? Open on Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah, it was Christmas Eve. They're Christmas Eve. Christmas Day. It was Christmas yeah. Eve morning. I went and uh, walked right up to the front. It was fantastic. So, well, good luck at the DMV. You're getting your real ID. I am Re- still renewing don't... my license because my birthday's coming up and it's about to expire. What's your birthday again? November third. Third week right. from uh, two weeks from tomorrow. What do you want for your birthday? Nothing. I'm oh, good. Come on, clown. You're getting something. I'm getting something. 
Hmm. It's your walking path. I don't know, one of these. Yeah, this, this is kind of <laughs> nice. Would you would you use that at Channel Ten? Possibly, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not 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 bad. I mean, how do you feel right now? Are you a little winded? A little tired. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can this, sit. I'm closing in on a mile already. I think the bit we got the bit. I think these were uh, product of working from home during the pandemic. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. A lot of people got into them. The home workouts. If you can uh, schedule it or set it up so that you can work while you're on there. My perfect. wife will never go back. She will never set foot in a gym again. After the pandemic and working out at home, never. She will never walk into a gym again because she's got it all set up at home and really enjoys uh, working at home. I'm less likely to work out at home than than anything. I have to go to You a, have to actually like be in the gym. I have no to distractions. Go, yeah. You know, I not, have to go to... A place and focus in for forty five minutes an hour. Get after I, it. And then I walk must out. say, for my whole life, always somewhat intimidated by the gym. I've got not past, necessarily I've the working out, that. but just the people oh, and dude. everyone there. You know, the guys, you, the real buff guys who are doing the real. Well, you see, was, I didn't know how to work out. As stupid as that sounds, no, it's true. It's anybody good. that's been to a gym, I just kind of bounced around station to station. You gotta have a plan. I'll just uh, try yeah, this you one. Have to. You I'll gotta try this have machine for a little bit. The and, uh... unfocused, the unfocused workout is the killer. It yeah, just you brutal. walk in, and so I got it on my phone, and I know exactly what I'm doing. I log all my stuff, but there's guys in there, and not, yeah, man, you're it's natural to compare yourself and you look and you go this guy is doing six foot box jumps with 30 pound kettlebells in his head like i'm never gonna get there once you realize that like i wouldn't want to do it if i could right. so you go i'm just gonna go at my pace i'm here showing up as 90 percent of the battle um but man it is uh it is it can be a little intimidating it really can and you, you can't you can't try to lift what other... You look over and you're like, oh, I'm doing the same flies as that guy is, and he's way more buff than me. And that's fine. I realize that, too. I don't overdo it, but anytime you sit down at a machine and you got to take it uh, like down seven notches from the last person, it's not the it's best not, feeling in the world. It's not, reach all the way down yeah, here, pull, pull it out, out. Pin the pen, put it up at the top. You're, low, you're ripping the guy's 45s yeah. off the bench, <laughs> you're putting a 25 on there, you're like, see if I can get eight of these. Yeah. <laughs> Hope, hoping nobody's looking. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, it's not the best feeling. I went up. I went up in weight on dumbbell press, incline dumbbell press the other day, and I went up the highest I've ever gone, and I got through like four. And I was like, bro, people are looking. One arm was like kind shaking. of shaking and gimpy. I was like, please just get through this. It is so. You're right. It is embarrassing, but if you just. Try to block it out. I think you'll be all right. All right, we're going to come back. You think you know a little bit about baseball. You cover it for a living. You've been a fan your entire life. And you go, i got a fairly decent grip on this game. And then the Gold Glove finalists are announced. And you go, do I not understand? Is there? Do Why is Manny Machado never even a top three defensive third baseman in the National League? How is that, how is that a thing? And I, I always scratch my head and go... I guess I don't really know anything about baseball. If truly he's not a top three third baseman in the National League. We'll talk about the Gold Glove finalists, get into the American League Championship Series as well. It's Ben and Woods and Paul and a treadmill on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Dug into the numbers a little bit deeper during that break um, on the Gold Glove finalists that were announced yesterday. And before we get into it, I do want to tell, I mean, here's how it works. 75% is voting from fellow players. Yes. And And coaches, right? And coaches. And 25% is on the metrics, essentially, for your fielding season. Okay. So the Padres had two finalists. Fernando Tatis Jr. in right field, and Hassan Kim at second base, and two potential snubs in Trent Grisham in center field, former Gold Glove winner, and Manny Machado at third base. That's, in my opinion, the potential snubs. We'll talk about it, though. I get into it right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. From the 97.3 The Fan Traffic Center, here's Kelly Danik. Traffic is sponsored by Valvoline Instant Drive-Through Oil Change, a 15-minute instant drive-through oil change. Definitely starting to heat up on the road. Southbound side of the 163, right before the five, got a collision blocking lanes. Southbound side of the five in National City, right around Harbor Drive, where there is a collision involving a motorcycle. It's over the right shoulder. North Five Coastline, just before Tamarack, there is a collision blocking the fast lane. Stop by any of the 30 San Diego Valvoline Instant Drive-Thru Oil Change Centers. You don't have to get out of your car, and it usually only takes 15 minutes or less. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for discounts and locations nearest you. Valvoline Oil Change Centers are open seven days a week. I'm Kelly Danik with Ben & Wood, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Woods, do you think, um, do you think man, there's a bias against Manny Machado from any fellow players or coaches? Sure. Is he not liked in baseball? I think I think that's fairly obvious. I think he's done a lot to repair uh, the image of young Manny at it, Josh Donaldson, and dragging his foot across uh, Aguilar's foot. You know, I, I know uh, opposing fans don't like Manny, but sure. do you think opposing players have ever not liked Manny, or they've gotten it? They get. I've always thought that players appreciated Manny well, Machado, I, and, and they I, got him. I, like I said, I think it's better now than it was. Uh, I really do. I think it's way better now than it was. In fact. Manny hugs everybody that slides into third base now. He's like the, the happiest dude on the block. And so uh, I do think, I don't know, I think this year uh, in particular, I think the amount of games played at third might have hurt him. Uh, only 105. That's still a lot of games. I mean, 105 games of, of pretty elite defense. Um, I do I do remember, I don't know, and I, you know, look, it's not, hey, he had 12 errors, so he can't qualify. That's not really based on errors. No. I remember this being just kind of a down year for him all around. Right? Well, like, defensively, his metrics were up. From, were they? Okay. Yeah, they were up when he was out there. Now, he was, he was kind of about, you know, a little above middle of the pack in terms of defensive runs saved. The top two were pretty significant at third base. Um, Cabrian Hayes and Ryan McMahon. Excellent. They're, they're both, both excellent. I, I think, worthy nominees. Austin, there was a big drop-off then to Austin Riley, who was kind of in the same pack as a bunch of other players. I, But that's only 25%. Remember, 75% 
is the vote. And I don't know. I'm always in awe of yes. how smooth Manny is. I feel like there's that's got to be some of the component. If you're talking about a gold glover, style counts a little bit in my mind as I, a gold glover. I think it should count for a lot. He gets, we, we here, we've had him here now five years. I'm so used to the spectacular plays, the charging, the bare hand, and I'm so used to the... Plays that when it happens to another team, their broadcasters lose their mind. Yeah, Manny's is just, you're, you take it for granted a little bit. He makes bit. the spectacular look a little more ordinary Correct. because of his smoothness, and I think it ends up hurting him come award season a bit. And it is absolutely true. I mean, they, they posted last year a play that Nolan made down the line. <laughs> he didn't even get the out. But they said, can you imagine had he gotten me out? I'm like, Manny not only makes that play a couple times a week, but he also gets the out because he has a howitzer for an arm. And, and yeah, an unbelievably quick release. release. Yeah, we've seen him work on it in spring training. He works on that play. He's excellent. He's an excellent third baseman. We are going to one day when he retires look back at a highlight reel of his defensive plays in, uh, for the San Diego Padres and the Baltimore Orioles and go, Holy yes, we were watching you know the next iteration of of Brooks Robinson or whoever else. Um, he's an excellent defender, excellent. Um, and I'm, I am surprised to hear his metrics were up this year because I thought he absolutely got robbed last year. Um, he's been robbed his whole career, and and I think maybe that's just his lot. His lot. He should win Gold Gloves. Manny Machado is a Gold Glove caliber third base. This was the year to maybe steal one, as Nolan Arenado had won it ten straight years, every year of his career, but wasn't even a finalist this year. You don't now, have to walk anymore if you don't. He want had to. a. I'll finish out this segment at least. I'm starting to sweat a little bit, which is not what I like at work. I don't want to be sweaty at work. Um, so Nolan Arenado had kind of a dead arm in the first half of the season. He had back spasms in the second half of the season. And while he was out there, in fact, he played more games at third base than Manny Machado did. His metrics were way down. He had one defensive run saved. Ha-Sung Kim had more defensive runs saved at third base than Nolan Arenado did. And he didn't play much third base. Eggy Rosario had more defensive runs saved at third base this season than Nolan Arenado. So this was the year... If Manny was ever going to steal one, this was the year. And and to not even be a finalist, I was a little disappointed with that. Trent Grisham's numbers, I looked into them today. They were way down, which surprised me because, you know, I watched Trent Grisham, and I didn't see a huge difference between this season and when he won the Gold Glove the year before. Seemed like he played excellent defense, as he always does out there. Gets to a ton of balls. That I, I mean, I thought it was really the only part of his game you know that that at least I defended. I mean, I I watched him play center field every single game as well. And but what I, I mean, if if he truly his the the numbers say that he is actually near the lower half of center fielders in the National League in defensive runs saved, and his offense me. is pretty atrocious and inconsistent. What value left is yeah. there for Trent Grisham? Not. I mean, I thought there was defensive value, I, but the numbers say that there really isn't. You know, and, and all the and we'll ask Eno about it today. Okay. Eno would be a great person to talk to about it, and he's told us before, uh, in no uncertain terms, defense is really the hardest thing to gauge. Right? It's still a lot of eyes involved in it, and there's still a lot of of guesswork uh, as far as the numbers go. Now, you can always look at he got 14 balls hit to him; he made 14 plays. Well done, right? But it's not as easy as that. It's range. It's it's all kinds of stuff that goes into this, and when it's seventy five percent of players and coaches, sure, there's going to be a some bias, b some unfamiliarity. You're not 
I just don't see him a lot. I hear great things. Like I think Nolan Nolan is well deserving of gold gloves. I don't know that he's deserving of ten straight. You start to win those reputation gold gloves. Jeter was a one of those guys. You start to win those those by reputation because well, there's nobody better than Nolan Arenado is what I've been told. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, with with Grish though. That really surprises me because that really was, in my opinion, the only thing he brought of value was was really good defense. Yeah. So Hassan Kim is an outstanding defender. Outstanding. He is. Uh, he's not the leader at second base, but that's simply because he's also amassed a bunch at third base and shortstop when he moved around the diamond this year. I don't know if that's going to end up hurting him in the the final vote or not, but uh, he would certainly be a worthy Gold Glove candidate. I will say though, if metrics are that important, and if Manny's getting dinged because of the metrics then it would be one of the biggest crimes ever if Fernando Tetis Jr. doesn't win in right field. He had more than three times the amount of defensive runs saved than any other right fielder in baseball. His his numbers are so far above where anyone else is at their position that it would clearly be, well, we can't give him an award coming off a suspension season. It would clearly simply be a punishment to not give him the gold glove. If they gave it to Mookie Betts or someone, it would be a crime based on the defensive stats that Fernando Tatis Jr. amassed this year. Well, brace yourself for it. You know what I mean? That's that's kind of what you have to think of. He got snubbed for the All-Star game. This, this teaching guys a lesson thing, um, the fact that he was nominated, Ben, and the nominations are made by the coaches as well, 75% coaches, 25% metrics. How was the voting done? Same? I don't really know okay. exactly. I just know that yeah, seventy five, twenty five percent is the ratio for the nominations yeah. for the for the finalists. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Is there another? Se- is the vote? Is the is the winner already determined? Right. And they're just announcing the finalists, or they revote on the three finalists based on who made it to the top. I'm not even sure how they do that. I, my guess would be that it's already been. Determined. I think it's like the Oscars. They vote once, they announce all the nominees, but the winner is already okay. They're locked just in, dragging you it know, out. The accountants already know who won the award. They're just waiting until November fifth to announce it officially during that you know televised award ceremony they do. Uh, the bone of my sword. Our buddy Mike tweets in. Looks like they're looking at DRS over outs above average, which is such a shame because OAA is so much better. Manny is a massive snub. Trent is not. Okay, there you go. Um, so now we know it's not I, good for Trent. No, that's it's not good for Trent. That's not. I, I'm trying to. I'm, I'm I'm racking my brain for. I mean, I know there. I, I can remember a couple of brain farts out there, which is not unusual in a 162 game season. Um, but I really feel like Trent played fantastic defense. I, I, I did Apparently, as well. he did not. So <laughs> I mean, I, how many times did you say, well? I mean, I know that he doesn't hit, and he's at the bottom of the order, but with that but, kind of defense, you, you can afford to have a lesser hitter out there. Bro, well, I said it like a mantra all season. Apparently, he's more replaceable defensively than we thought he was, yeah. at least according to those numbers at the end of the season. We'll ask Eno uh, about how this is voted on and everything else, and if it's already been decided. But yeah, I think, I think you know, listen, I, I, I honestly feel like there should be two gold gloves coming our way, one for Hassan Kim and uh, one for Fernando Tatis Jr., certainly. Um, um, still remain very impressed with what Fernando was able to do. It does give you a little bit of, of pause because we were just talking about Trent Grisham. Word around the campfire is, in every article talking about potential trades and everything else, word around the campfire from everyone is it may be time for Trent Grisham to move on from the San Diego Padres and you see what you can get back for him. Another team looks at him and goes, you know what? When he hits it, he hits it hard. He catches a lot of barrels, strikes out way too much. He's not aggressive oh, he's- in the box. 
But he plays, you know, allegedly great defense, and I, I still feel like he does. He's someone that I think you can dream on fixing. Correct. If I you, think if he you is feel your, like you got the right coaches, like a oh, project. We can fix yep. this guy, no question, and get a real steal. You know, we won't have to give up that much for him. Correct. He's not that expensive, but if we fix him, we've got a great player on our hands that has all the tools, power. You know, and I guess my question to that would be good eyes. You said. I guess my question to that would be why can't we fix him? Maybe no one else can either. I mean, we don't know you don't know someone else. I know other teams will think they can fix him. Sure. The question is, can they actually do it? No doubt. No doubt. But if the I, Padres could do it, I would have hoped they would have done it by now. Which is why I'm, you know, reluctant. It's tough for Tatis. He's already moved positions once. All right, man, you're right fielder. Okay, well, here's a Gold Glove nomination, potentially a Gold Glove win uh, out in right field. All right, now we want you to try center. <laughs> At some point, you know, you, you need to let this guy be. And, and be what he is. And I know that he has expressed interest in staying in right field. He did a phenomenal job. When he did play center, it was not as great, and it was only a very limited time. But it certainly wasn't – it didn't look as natural as it does out in right. But we'll see. I mean, he's an athlete, and, and putting in the time and the work, as he's already done to learn a new position, he could do it again. All right, it's Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, in our YouTube chat, Carlos asks, can I get a birthday shout-out? Carlos! No. All right, let's move on. We're going to the American League Championship Series. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, take a shot. You can ask. I'm, I'm just not in the mood right now. I'm, I'm working hard. I'm on the treadmill. I've walked a mile and a half. I'm not in the mood for birthday shout-outs right now. Uh, happy birthday. Carlos. Oh, fine. Happy birthday, happy Carlos. Happy birthday, buddy. We love you. <laughs> Carlos, one of our longtime time tier ones. I'm, I'm teasing. customer service here. I'm teasing a little bit. He knows. He understands. Fantastic. Out. Tired here. I'm like you. You, you don't have to. T- no one's making you walk anymore. You're done. I, I'm pretty leisurely pace, and I I didn't realize I'd pile up the miles like this. You're doing great. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of no. thought it was just going to be for. Uh, I thought it was just like the four so that, okay. Yeah. I'm done. Do your thing. He is gassed. power off. <sighs> All right. Ah. <sighs> Oh, uh, it was theater of the mind. You used to be able to just record the sound of a treadmill. Paul could play it in the yes. background during the show. We could make a joke. Hey, Ben's on a treadmill all show. Now yeah. we've got the YouTube stream. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't, can't fake things. You got to do them for real on radio now. It's, that's uh, that's. Oh, it's a bit good, of a drag. Good job. Catch your breath. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. sitting down now. Good, good. Feels back. Feels good. What do you do about good. 35, 40 minutes? Yeah, dude. He yeah. 45 yeah. minutes on that thing. A little over a mile and a half, I think. That's not bad. I mean, slow pace, obviously. Right. I, wasn't, I wasn't cooking. It was not a jog by any stretch of the imagination. Very leisurely pace. All right. The uh, American League Championship Series is a series again. The road team has won every single game so far. It's baseball. It's weird. That's what happens. But last night in a must-win situation... The Houston Astros came through when they needed. They got uh, early offense against Max Scherzer and then made it hold up in Texas and can even the series with a win today in Game 4. If they do so, all, all of a sudden, I think the Astros are once again the favorites in this series again to go back to the World Series. Happens, that happens fast. You know, Rangers win seven in a row, and all of a sudden they're looking at a game like, if we don't win today... All of a sudden, everyone's going to turn on us, and we're going to be the underdogs again. Are they? They are. They are today. Yeah, they're, both games today. The two, we got a we got a two doubleheader today okay. for the first time uh, in a few days. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I we kind of said that this could happen with Max Scherzer, but I do think Bruce Bochy's hands were a little bit tied. Now, I don't know that you have to leave him out there for to give up five. 
And you were kind of in it there at the end and, and had a shot. So I wonder, you know, if Bruce Bochy second-guessing uh, himself at all this morning. I doubt it uh, very much. He's had a really nice postseason run so far. He was actually asked that exact question. Oh, there you go. If you had to do it over again, would you do it again in light of the, how he pitched? Yeah, I'd let him do it again. Uh, you know, the any, one any he had. Yeah, you moron. He had, you know, good stuff there with uh, Alvarez. Uh, 0-2 hit him there uh, with a change-up and. And the walk that kind of set up that you know that rally there and wild pitch as I mentioned, but yeah, he's one of our guys. We had him ready. Uh, face hitters, we did all all we could to get him ready for this. He was ready. You saw the stuff. So yeah, he's he's one of our guys. So I know there's no regret on that. All right. So asked and answered uh, for Bruce Bochy, but yeah, the fastball was good. It was lively. He was spotting it. Um, the slider was not. And when you can when you can uh, when you're a hitter. And you can subtract a pitch immediately and go, he can't throw it for a strike, so I'm not going to swing at it. I'm going to sit fastball, and they did. And you saw Altuve uh, yak one out of there as well. So uh, pretty pretty easy pickings for the Astros yesterday with Max Scherzer that, again, they talked about on the broadcast. John Smoltz was talking about it. Dude, you can throw all the sim games you want. Uh, you can work on your mechanics and get your arm to feel great. But if you haven't thrown in a game situation in 37 days or however long it's been, um, it's going to be tough, and especially in that type of scenario. And he came out first inning firing, firing pellets. and um, But like you said, one gets away, pass ball, wild pitch, and next thing you know, the Astros are too good. They're not going to let those opportunities go by. And remember, the Bruce Bochy is not working with the Phillies bullpen here. He's still got what was one of statistically the worst pens in baseball. Good point. You can't. You can't, in good conscience, feel like, ah, I don't know if he's totally got it today. You're done after two innings. I'll just throw seven great relievers. You don't have that kind of relief core to throw after Max Scherzer. You really need to let Max Scherzer try to find it. That's your best chance to win that game. And and maybe they didn't really have much of a chance after the Astros got off to the start. They did get a couple home runs there from uh, Josh Young and Stunned. you know got some offense, got a great defensive play. From Leody Tavares, uh, one of the best you'll ever see in the playoffs, robbing Jordan Alvarez. Even when he makes an out in the postseason, it's loud right now. But uh, the Astros get Game Three and are back in this series. They can tie it up uh, this afternoon. They get the five o'clock start, and it's the two o'clock start in the National League Championship Series. We'll uh, talk more about that coming up and play a little Throwback Thursday game of real or fake. Try to qualify a Tier One for Las Vegas. All coming up next with Ben Woods on ninety-seven three, the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 